This is Mag DeMarco. Thank you so much.
Hello, and welcome to the 1982 show on Best Frequencies Forever, BFF.FM. I'm your host, Phil Ventura, and that was Love Come Down by Evelyn Champagne King. If you're not familiar with her, she is an American singer, songwriter, and record producer. Originally from New York, but raised in Philadelphia, she's one of eight children. Her uncle worked with Lena Horne at the Cotton Club. Her father sang backup for groups at Harlem's Apollo Theater, and her mother managed a group called Quality Red. She was discovered while working with her mother at Philadelphia International Records as an office cleaner. Producer Theodore T. Life overheard her singing in a washroom and began coaching her. She was then signed to a production deal with Life's Galaxy Productions and a recording contract with RCA Records. She released her debut album, Smooth Talk, in 77. It included the song Shame, which peaked at number 9 on the Billboard Hot 100 and was certified gold. Follow-up, I don't know if it's right, would also be certified gold. In 1981, the single I'm In Love from the same titled album reached number 1 on the R&B singles chart and dance chart. In 1982, King released the album Get Loose, which included Love Come Down, a number one soul and dance chart hit, which also broke the top 10 in the UK. Next up, I'm going to play some music by Cameo. We've already played the New York soul-influenced funk band formed in the 70s, whose dance floor-focused style would see great success in the 80s. On this program before. <laughs> Is that sentence long enough for you? Um, but I wanted to play a little bit more of them today. There's a couple tracks I didn't get to, and I have an ulterior motive, which you'll find out later. But for now, um, enjoy a couple tracks by Cameo, beginning with Enjoy Your Life. some higher ground and the success in life will be well you can do it just just believe you can
That was Alligator Woman by Cameo. Before that, Enjoy Your Life, both from their album Alligator Woman. Now, the cover model for this album is Denise Matthews, a.k.a. Vanity. That leads us to our next act, Vanity Six. They were an American female vocal trio assembled by Prince in mid-1981. Early on, Prince had suggested his three female friends, Susan Moonsey, Brenda Bennett, and Jamie Shoup, form a girl group that would be called The Hookers. His vision was that they would perform in lingerie and sing sensual songs with lyrics about sex and fantasy. The trio recorded a few demos before Prince met Denise Matthews, a model and Canadian B-movie actress, in 1980. At the time, she was Rick James' date at the American Music Awards, and Prince persuaded her to join his group. Prince was so taken by her charisma that he decided she would be the perfect frontwoman for his project and rechristened her Vanity. With Vanity's arrival, Shoop was dropped from the group, and Hookers became Vanity Six. Their first single, He's So Dull, was a minor hit in Australia and the Netherlands, but follow-up Nasty Girl charted in the top ten of both the U.S. R&B and dance charts. Drive Me Wild was another minor hit, and their self-titled album, Vanity Six, was eventually certified gold. I've kind of stuck to the facts here, but as you know, um, with anything involving Prince, there's a ton of conjecture, uh, gossip about, you know, everything in his life, especially Vanity. I mean, it seems like she was a really wild lady back in the day, and she was originally supposed to be in Purple Rain, but... They say she left to pursue a solo career, but it, it's also said that like she just her coke habit was just way too insane and Prince couldn't handle her being around. Um, so he ended up hiring Apollonia because she looked like Vanity. In any case, there's uh, some fun information. She dated Nikki Six for a long time and she features heavily in his autobiography. So if you're into that, look into it. But I really like the Vanity Six album. I mean, I don't, I'm not gonna say I like it more than Prince's solo work, but it's really, really cool. And I think he kind of allowed himself to let loose in some ways he wouldn't on his personal work. So we're gonna listen to some tracks from that album, beginning with their big hit, Nasty Girl.
like this groove. Try and give me something I can croon to. Catch my drift. Do it, drive me wild. Do it, drive me wild. Come on, baby, do it, drive me wild. Do it, baby, drive me wild. Ooh, do it, drive me wild. Come on, baby, do it, drive me wild. Do it, baby, drive me wild. Do it, baby, dr
should try and call your mother By the beat of the star By the beat, it's so, so yummy It tastes like caviar Bite it That was Vanity Six with Bite the Beat. Before that, Makeup, If a Girl Answers, Don't Hang Up, Drive Me Wild, and Nasty Girl. That was, of course, Prince as the other woman on If a Girl Answers. And I love that he gave himself all the best lines in the track. I first heard Vanity Six, I think I was around 12. My uncle was getting rid of a bunch of old CDs. I had no idea who they were, but the cover is like them in lingerie, and it's like very provocative and look like something I absolutely should not be allowed to listen to. So luckily it turned out to be awesome. So of course, Prince also released 1999 in 1982. Um, Vanity Six opened for that tour, and the other band on the tour, another project of Prince's, was The Time. The time was assembled under a clause in Prince's contract with Warner Brothers that allowed him to recruit and produce other artists for the label. He decided to put together a pop-funk group that would serve as an outlet for material in the vein of his early albums while he explored other genres and styles in his own career. The time was built out of an existing Minneapolis funk R&B unit called Flight Time, which included Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. If you're not familiar with these guys, they produced most of um, Janet Jackson's hits throughout the 80s, um, also the band Climax. Um, Jesse Johnson was added on guitar, and Prince's childhood friend Morris Day was made lead singer. With the exception of Day, who was required to follow Prince's guide vocals note for note, none of the band played on their debut album. Prince instead played all the instruments himself, crediting the production to his alter ego, Jamie Starr. This is also true for the Vanity Six album. Other than the vocals, it is all Prince that you're hearing on there, which is kind of wild. Um, in 1982, The Time released the album What Time Is It? and opened for Prince on his 1999 tour. The album peaked at number 26 and was certified gold. So The Time, of course, also appeared in Purple Rain. They were kind of like the adversaries to Prince. Um, but there was a little friction before that film, particularly surrounding Vanity Six. They were the backing band for Vanity Six during the tour, but they were like behind a sheet or something, so you couldn't see them. Uh, which was a bit weird for them. And then I guess uh, Prince appeared in Rolling Stone also that year, photographed by Richard Avedon, and he's on the cover with Vanity. And there's uh, like a two-page spread of Vanity 6 in the magazine, no sign of the time. So there was a little, a little bristling around the way all that was handled. Nonetheless, uh, made a really cool album, of course, for them. And I think he kind of utilized them for some of his dirtier minded songs. Morris Day's persona it, on on the time is 
he's a total dog. He's like a total douchebag. I mean, you'll see when you hear the lyrics to this stuff. I mean, you've probably heard their big hit Jungle Love, which is like to talk about like putting a woman in a cage and she, she only gets water. If she's hungry, she can take a bite of him. I mean, I guess it's sexy. I don't know. <laughs> but it's along those lines, a lot of their work. Check it out. We're going to start with the track Wild and Loose.
That was Gigolos Get Lonely Too by the time. Before that, One Day I'm Gonna Be Somebody and Wild and Loose. If you're just joining us, this is the 1982 show on Best Frequencies Forever, BFF.FM. If you are tuning in for the first time or maybe you're a regular listener, perhaps you've heard that we're a non-profit radio station, all-volunteer DJs. We depend on the generosity of our wonderful listeners, so if there's anything you can donate, just go to bff.fm slash donate. Always appreciated. So, I would want to play Rick James for you, because, well, he's a contemporary of Prince. I think he'd consider himself a rival of Prince. I I don't know that Prince would consider him that. But he just, oh, he put out a terrible album in 1982. I mean, it's so bad. The only good thing about it is the cover, because he's dressed like Conan the Barbarian, which is great. Um, but he did appear on a track on Shaka Khan's album, which is excellent. So we're going to play some Shaka Khan. So for a little background, if you don't know about Shaka Khan, the absolute legend, she was born Yvette Marie Stevens in Chicago, Illinois. She attributed her early love of music to her grandmother, who introduced her to jazz as a child. She became a fan of rhythm and blues as a preteen and formed a girl group, the Crystalettes, with her sister, Taka Boom. At 13, she was given the name Chaka Adun Aduf Hodahi Hokarifi by a Yoruba Baba, which is basically like a West African wise man. In the late 60s, she began to perform in small groups around the Chicago area, including Life, with her then-boyfriend, Hassan Khan. In 1972, she was noticed by two members of a new group called Rufus and joined their band. They were signed with ABC Records in 73, and that same, at that same time, she married Khan and changed her name to Shaka Khan. In 1973, Rufus released their eponymous debut album, but it failed to garner attention. Their fortunes soon changed when Stevie Wonder collaborated with the group on a song he had written for Khan. Tell Me Something Good was a number three hit and won the group a Grammy Award. Rags to Rufus, the album that spawned it, went platinum. 
From 1974 to 1979, Rufus released six platinum-selling albums, which included the hits Once You Get Started, Sweet Thing, and Do You Love What You Feel. Khan signed a solo contract with Warner Brothers in 1978, and they soon released her debut album, which included the crossover disco hit I'm Every Woman. The album went platinum, and in 1980, she released Naughty, which included the hit Clouds. In 1982, she released the album Shaka Khan, which included Bebop Medley, which won her another Grammy, and of course, her duet with Rick James, Slow Dancing. We're going to start with that one.
smile at you? Would you walk away, baby? Or would you have this dance to me?
That was Shaka Khan with Twisted. I freaking love that song. Before that, Bebop Medley, for which she won a Grammy for a Vest Vocal Arrangement. And it all started off with her duet with Rick James, Slow Dancing. Next up, someone considerably lesser known than Shaka Khan, Precious Wilson. She's a Jamaican-born soul singer who started out as a backup singer for all-male group Eruption. She quickly went on to front the band. They relocated to Germany, where they met German producer Frank Farian, who booked them to work with Boney M as their backing band. Farian went on to sign them to Hansa Records, and their disco version of I Can't Stand the Rain was a UK number 5 and a US number 18 hit. After another hit with One Way Ticket, Precious left to pursue a solo career. She became, she became increasingly popular in Europe, created a backing band called Sky Train, and developed an electro-pop style. In 1982, she released the album All Colored in Love. I want to play a couple tracks from that album. They're very Italo disco and super fun, I think, and I hope you enjoy them. We're going to start off with the track Video.
That was Precious Wilson with Raising My Family, and before that, video. On to another somewhat obscure dance act. Sherry, or Cherie, was a Canadian music duo from Montreal consisting of Rosalind Milligan-Hunt and Lise Coulerier. In 1982, they released the single Murphy's Law, which broke the Billboard Top 40 and was number one on the dance charts. They followed that with Give It To Me Baby and the album Murphy's Law. Side note, Trevor Gale collaborated on the Murphy's Law album and was also a member of Orange Crush who released their only single, Action, in 1982. So we're going to hear a couple tracks from Cherie's album and end it all with Orange Crush's song, Action. We're going to start off with Cherie's No Communication. Thank you. 
That was Orange Crush with Action. Before that, Come With Me To My Island by Cherie. Uh, Give It To Me and No Communication, also by Cherie. We're moving on now to two of the greatest divas in all of music history, Diana Ross and Aretha Franklin. I'm not going to get into their backstories too much because I assume that most people are at least somewhat familiar with these two. And also there's just volumes and volumes of information. If you should like to seek it out, it is easily accessible. But I will tell you what each of them was doing in 1982. Diana Ross sang the Star Spangled Banner at Super Bowl 16 and appeared on the dance show Soul Train, which devoted a full episode to her. She released the album Silk Electric, including Michael Jackson written and produced single Muscles, a top 10 hit that would help the album go gold. The cover was designed by Andy Warhol, and all the other tracks on the album were produced by Ross. As far as Aretha, in 82, she received a gold record for the first time in seven years with Jump To It. The title track was her first top 40 single in six years. So we're going to listen to a track from each of these wonderful ladies, beginning with Diana Ross and her track, Who?
dishing out the dirt on everybody and giving each other the 411 on who dropped kick two this week. You know what we're talking about. When the baby goes, jump, beat it, eat, and eat it. was Jump To It by Aretha Franklin, right before that, Who by Diana Ross. I want to thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the 1982 show on BFF.FM. Stay tuned for All You Can Eat. We're going to sign off with one more song by the band Confunction. It's called Let's Ride and Slide. Thank you.